This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. We're gathered here today to join Mike and Jill in holy matrimony. So they may file jointly this tax season. And you are? April from TaxAct, the tax filing software with the expert guidance to help you file for less and get more. Works for me. So, Mike, do you take this woman to love, honor, and get her a maximum refund? I do. Jill? Ditto. I now pronounce you married, filing jointly. I always cry at filing status updates. Switch to Tax Act today and start for free. Restrictions apply. Price at filing subject to change. See taxact.com for details. On April 4th, 1968, Dr. Martin Luther King was shot and killed in Memphis. A petty criminal named James Earl Ray was arrested. Case closed. Right? James Earl Ray was a pawn for the official story. Some of the evidence, as far as I was concerned, did not match the circumstances. This is the MLK Tapes. The first episodes are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money-Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money-Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I tell people every week it's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. And people always talk about their gifts and their passions. If you have a gift, lead with your gift. And if, you don't, if you're going to do that, then don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from 
planning or living your dreams. People always talk about the interviews I have on the show. It's feel like I'm always reminding people what I'm trying to do with money-making conversations. Yes, I have celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and what I like to call industry decision-makers on money-making conversations. My goal is to get them to tell you about their secrets to their success, their nuggets. Drop some gems on you. You hear these gems, you use them. But it's going to be tied to work. Nothing is luck. Nothing is being at the right place at the right time. It's all tied to proper planning, proper effort, and realizing that, hey, you can't be selfish in pursuing your own dream. You have to put forth effort. My next guest is Marcus Davis. Been knowing him a long time, straight out of Houston, Texas. He is the host of Fish, Grits, and Politics. He is an entrepreneur, restaurant owner, and motivational speaker. Like I said earlier, he's located in Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Marcus is the spirit and entrepreneurial mastermind behind the Breakfast Club, which is nationally recognized. It first came to fame on Oprah way back in. I had the blessing of inviting him on the Steve Harvey talk show. Blew him up even more. If you go there right now, there's a line out the door. The people are nice. The food is great. The reggae hut, the alley cat bar and loud, and the culture. He's best known for his charismatic personality, authentic customer appreciation, and his tireless commitment to the community. That's what he is. Marcus restaurants are rooted in principles of faith, family, community with a K, and empowerment. They treat every customer like family and believe that family is the cornerstone of any community. So as they place an emphasis on supporting activities and causes that enrich and strengthen family. He has created one of the most phenomenal restaurant success stories in the country. If you landed in an intercontinental airport, it's there. His footprint is there. When I saw that man, I damn near cried, brother. I was so proud of this brother, man. The breakfast, the breakfast club at, you know, yeah. What was that? The terminal was my Delta terminal. That's when I fly to the Delta terminal over there. Uh, please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Marcus Davis. How you doing, Marcus? Man, after after listening to you and that 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 interview, <laughs> uh, man, I'm feeling great. You just made me feel real, real well, good. Well, I will tell you something. Every time, because I fly on Delta, I'm based in Atlanta, so I always fly yeah. on Delta. And when I when I first landed, man, and I was telling my wife, I said, I think my boy. I think they putting some up at the uh, Intercontinental Airport. And she said, "What? I think I think he's at Intercontinental Airport now." So, <laughs> your restaurant, black owned, right, being at right. a, one of the busiest airports in the country. So right. Walk us through wow. the steps of how that came about, Marcus, in Houston, Texas, and knowing the journey of the Breakfast Club. Well, you know, it, it's funny you say that because uh, um, I I've never been. Uh, gung-ho about the airport. I know a lot of people in business, a lot of people in restaurant, uh, they are airport, airport, airport. And I'm a street side guy. And, and I was like, man, I, give me a good location on the street side and, I, and I'll be good. And, you know, years ago, we started getting approached with questions about uh, being in the airport, but we never pursued it. And then I got to working on the, the Convention and Business Bureau board. I was on the board here in Houston uh, to talk about, you know, visitors, who comes right. here, how do we get more here, how do we elevate the uh, the brand of the city, uh, the awareness of what Houston is about, how much better than Atlanta it really is, and all that good stuff. So <laughs> you see I, sli- <laughs> see I slid that in there, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I, but, you know, I'm ignoring you. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> but And, and, and while, while doing that, you know, I saw that there was a need uh, to I, I believe in uh, 
my definition of entrepreneurship, let's just start that off, is filling a void in the marketplace that the marketplace is calling for consciously or subconsciously. Entrepreneurship, filling a void in the marketplace that the marketplace is calling for consciously or subconsciously. Right. And one of the things we discovered was that people who came to Houston didn't really get the taste of Houston because of the number of flights that came into the airport uh, with people just transferring uh, to another plane, to another city, and never knowing the great food that we, the great culinary city that, 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 that we are. So there was this effort to, one, bring about the, the notoriety, but two, uh, the need to put concepts in, in, uh, into the space. So I felt compelled uh, being an ambassador of my city, being uh, you know, one to put on for my city and rep for my city. Right. Uh, I felt compelled to to make it a point to be a part uh, of that. I can't talk about it if I'm not going to be about it. But to to, uh, to your other point, uh, I, I I have found how, how great it is to be a Black-owned restaurant in the airport, simply because it's in a space that African-Americans typically say we're not in. Yes. And so to have African-American representation in that space uh, was 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 quite gratifying and and part of the goal, part of the motive. Well, you know, it's really, uh, and I say this, and I'm gonna stay on this for a minute. Being that, um, you know, you do have a, I'm in Atlanta, so you know, this is a city that's recognized for Black forward movement. You know, right. uh, you know, there are a number of Black entrepreneurs who do have restaurants at Hartsfield Airport, which is right. classified as the biggest air, busiest airport in the world. And right. so I've had people, friends of mine, sending photos, uh, like you, you're turning your restaurant over at the Intercom app into a, a tour spot out of right. pride and say, you know, taking pictures of the food, say they ate here. Talk about, just slow it down, man, because we know where the original spot is, okay? Right. And then be at the airport. You know, I know you, I know you, you've been in the public side, been doing the morning show, doing public awareness and uh, putting the, basically being a voice of the people on the radio in Houston, Texas, Marcus. Yes, sir. But to be part of something that you know is different, and that was being at the airport, really talk about how people, the pride that people really took it to the next level with you. They also saw it as a possibility it can be them too. Right, right, and and you know we we're getting ready to celebrate uh, our twentieth year in business this fall, and and I, I look forward to you having me back on to talk about that in in the fall. Absolutely, we, we, we're getting ready to celebrate our twentieth year in business, and the 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 motto that I'm rolling with is twenty years of uh, inspiration. We've been on the corner of Travis and Alabama, inspiring our community for uh, over twenty years, inspiring entrepreneurship for 20, 20 years. So to answer your question about what does that feel like, it feels the same way as it does when we unlock the doors at 3711 Travis. To see the number of people that come through the door that are amazed, that are fascinated, that are impressed, that are proud of uh, this establishment, uh, when they look and they whisper and they lean over and say, is this black on? And you tell them, yes, it is. <laughs> or I'll pull one of these, one of these numbers. Yes, uh -huh. and, 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 and they are excited because they had a great experience. Right. Uh, the professionalism, uh, the quality of product, quality of service, quality of people that serve them uh, was, was fascinating to them. So um, we, wear, we wear that with pride. Similarly, when we stepped into a new space that we knew was a, uh, a travel space, a space uh, that brought people from all over the world, we knew that we were stepping it up to another level. So uh, it gave us an opportunity to want to be on a bigger platform uh, for guests, but more importantly, 
uh, on a bigger platform for entrepreneurs to see what is possible, what we're capable of doing. Hey, Marcus, but uh, I, you know, talking about but I'm, again, I'm a, I'm a street side guy. Man. <laughs> I know, but you know, but but I, you're a smart I'm, guy I'm, because I'm a street side guy. But you're a smart guy because of the fact that when people give you a shot, an opportunity, you deliver. And when I say that, we're gonna go back to Oprah. You know, giving an opportunity to feature your your brand. And this was right. Oprah when she was on every day, five days a week, when everybody was watching her. And and then because even today. Man, you have people lining up to come into your restaurant. That's 20 years, man. I'm talking about, if yeah. you, I'm, I, I kid you not, ladies and gentlemen, you go, you try to just think you're just going to walk into his restaurant, that's not <laughs> going to happen. Well, if, if you tell him, if you tell him that, uh, put it on Rashawn's tab, then, you know. <laughs> we, it, it, <laughs> Don't do it like that, Marcus. It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to midnight mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. Send warm wishes with cozy fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. Or treat them to everyone's favorite activewear from top brands like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when there are parched or windy conditions out there, you got to be extra careful with things like burning yard waste. After all, wildfires can start anywhere, even in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Are you talking about you gonna be back on my show in the fall? No, hey, you celebrate know, twenty you know years. Be here, right? I'm with Rashad. <laughs> you know, because I, 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 because I've eaten there several times, and like I said, I've, I've done my duty. I, I, I you know, I, you're gonna do it two ways, team. You're gonna get there when the restaurant immediately opens up, right. and you can slide on in or slide on in. But you let an hour or two hours slide in, you're gonna be in line at the Breakfast Club. Yeah, we, we 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 do. We, man, I am grateful that people support us in an outrageous fashion. You yes. know, people come in and they say, "Hey, man, I'm proud of y'all." And I tell them, "No, I'm proud of y'all. Y'all yes. the ones that showed up." Mm-hmm. I, I I share with my team every morning when you show up at at, at seven a.m. Every morning when we unlock the door, uh, the first guest that walks through the door gets a round of applause from my staff, mm-hmm. right, from my team. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, uh, I try and share with my team that 
one, we can never take for granted that when we unlock that door, somebody's going to walk in. We have to be grateful for every single person that walks into that door. Mm-hmm. We have to show them the gratitude that they deserve for choosing us uh, as their destination for dining over the other 999 restaurants that are in the city of Houston. So um, I, we, 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 we are extremely grateful of the number of people that come from within the city, uh, within the state, uh, from throughout the country and beyond uh, the Atlantic and the Pacific uh, to visit 3711 Traps. I'm going to brag a little bit. Um, I, I, I tell folks, we we, we did this pre-IG. Oh, yeah, right, <laughs> you Instagram, know, you, right. You know, you know, you know, you know how, you, how you date things by BC and AD? Right, 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 right. I, right. I, I, I tell, I tell, I tell, I tell these young cats that's doing well and congratulations to them, to mm-hmm. all the ones that are, yes. you know, having success today. I said, but holler at your boy when you've been doing it for two decades. Yes, sir. And 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 check this out. We we created that buzz with no Instagram, absolutely, with no Facebook. That, that's why that's, no that's why I want to right. slow it down with you because you know yeah. Marcus and I, you know, because first he's naturally funny. He's as you can hear in his interview, he's a, he's a natural <laughs> entertainer. And amidst all that, sometimes you can go past the hard work, the commitment, and the planning, and the professionalism. Because I'm telling you, you go into any of his restaurant. It is a professionalism. And I'm going to tell you something, what happens with black businesses, because sometimes people kind of like knock us, you know, you know, the service, the food quality and all that stuff. And who do you compare it to? Now, if you know anything about Houston, Texas, it is the culinary game in Houston, Texas is a beast. I mean, it, 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 it is. It is. I mean, it's top notch. We, we we have I think at one point we were we were the number one restaurant per square uh for the per capita in, in, in the nation. But we by far have, uh, uh, we rank in the top in the number of restaurants, the number of different cuisines yes. uh, yeah. that, that we have because of the diversity of the city. And yes, flavor, for sure. We, I, I, and, and look, look, I know, I know you love the A, but I tell you, man, the A can't <laughs> touch the H when it comes to food. Man, they I, can't, hey, don't get they me can't. on the phone to call all the fellas. Don't get me on the phone to call around to all the cats in the age. We just need to go ahead and put it down. We just need to put it down. Hey, Mark, the Mark, well, this is what you're not going to do. In, 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 in restaurants. You're not, I'm not going to ever. I know. I was born and raised in Houston. The food in Houston, man, is a beast, dude. I mean, the seafood, the Mexican, uh, the Tex-Mex food, the, the, the barbecue cook barbecue. You can just shut it down. The breakfast spots. And so that leads me to my question is, you had this hit the breakfast club and you needed to expand because you saw all of this diversity. You saw right. all of this opportunity and, and, and parlaying your reputation as a, of having a hit restaurant. Was that the need to expand into the reggae hut, the alley cat bar and lounge and the culture? So the, the, that need goes back to the original. And that's why I gave the definition at the beginning, because I'm always come back to it, filling the void in the marketplace that the marketplace is calling for consciously or subconsciously. And so the Breakfast Club was, was a response to Midtown not having a breakfast spot, uh, this new area of, of Houston that was Third Ward slash Fourth Ward that was created and turned into Midtown, uh, not having the, uh, a breakfast eatery. The city of Houston uh, having a, a, a space open for a Southern big bref- breakfast concept. And quite naturally, uh, quite honestly, rather, I, you know, I wanted a... You know, our goal from the get-go was to be synonymous with the city of Houston. I wanted people saying, when I go to Houston, I'm going to the Breakfast Club. I wanted that to move into 
I am going to Houston because I want to go to the Breakfast Club. And now today, 20 years later, I tell folks, if you have been to Houston and have not been to the Breakfast Club, <laughs> then you, my friend, have never been to Houston. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> talk, talk, talk the game because the game is you, my friend. Now, now let's but, talk about but, but, but I want to make sure I, I want to make sure I, I, answer, I answer your question. Uh, those those other concepts, the yes, reggae sir. hut, uh, Alicat Boring Lounge and culture were all birthed out of a need, listening to the marketplace yes. and what it was asking for, looking at the marketplace and seeing what's 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 not there and being the go between, which is the original definition of entrepreneur, the undertaker, the person who would take on uh, this this challenge or this opportunity that, that that's in front of us. And so the reggae hut was an existing business. The reggae had started five years before TBK. The reggae had started and had its success when I was still a senior uh, at, at Texas. Yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. then I and then I went off and came back and opened the breakfast club and it was still going. And and as an institution in our community, our community wanted it to to, to be open, to be whole. Uh, so when it started to have its its, its troubles, uh, I put in to practice the fourth principle of Kwanzaa, which is cooperative economics. I took the money that the people were putting in the cash register uh, at 3711 Travis and went and saved, salvaged a concept in Third Ward that our community needed to have uh, sustained. And I say needed, and I close on this. I say needed because in the African-American community, we are hurt every time one of our businesses closed. True. Right. It, 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 it tears at the moral and the morale fabric of, of our community. We may not express it. We may express it in the wrong way. Sometimes we may say stuff like, see, there, I told you it was going to close. Right. And we're saying that out of, out of hurt, out of pain. Right. It is painful when our, when our businesses and our community close. So we, uh, 15 years ago, acquired the Reggae Hut to keep an institution in our community open, to keep a, an, an additional place for us to circulate our dollar. But, and, and to serve j- jerk chicken, of course. Absolutely, <laughs> brother. Jerk pork on my end. I know a lot of people. Oh, oh, pork. oh, oh hey, come hey, on. have it. I mean, I got it for you. There I got you, it. You I know what I'm talking about? Festivals. I'm going to tell, go tell Papa Henry. There Just you let go. Me know when you want. There you go. But you, but I'm, I'm. Customer service outsourcing used to be about minimal effort. Now, with Ubiquity, it's about delivering great customer service from engagement to renewal. Constant effort to delight. Faster complaint resolution. Ubiquity is a global business process outsourcing firm delivering exceptional customer experiences for innovative brands every day. Find out how to keep your customers with exceptional experiences day in and day out with a free CX assessment at Ubiquity.com. That's U-B-I-Q-U-I-T-Y.com. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm going to ask you this question, Marcus. One would say, okay, look, you got a popular... 
The Breakfast Club is popular. Why don't we see another Breakfast Club? You know, you know, they do it with Bojangles. They do it with, you know, Chick-fil-A. Why don't we have, like, I know you're at the airport, but why don't we have, yeah. like, four or five Breakfast Clubs with a K running around, this, running around the city of Houston and then expanding in Texas? Man, you, you, you bring up a, an absolute perfect point. I've got a meeting today with a brother who is, who is about to uh, do something super spectacular. Uh, with, there's a void in the marketplace, right? We, as African-Americans in the restaurant industry, the void that we have is there's not an African-American concept that stretches across a region. Yes. There's not an African-American uh, concept that stretches across the nation. We don't have a national concept. We have, don't get me wrong, we have successful restaurateurs, brothers that can buy 100 uh, uh, Taco Bells or, or what have you. Yes. But we have no concepts where we're selling 100 franchises. And that's where African-Americans have to graduate to if we're going to do this business thing seriously, right? If we're going to be serious about uh, uh, generational wealth, if we're going to be serious about uh, making rebuilding Black Wall Street, running it back, if we're going to be serious about building Wakanda, then we got to start with our dollar. And the only way we can get those, those things that you described, one to five, five to 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 100 across the country, is if we're deliberate in our dollar. And that's where African-Americans have to step in and step up to the plate. And yes, we do need to make sure that the, the concepts that, that are presented are, are, are desirable, yes. uh, that they are palatable, that people love them, that they adore them, that they embrace them. But the one thing I do ask for the, from the marketplace, from the African-American marketplace, is fairness. Right. And when I say fairness, when we are judging businesses from restaurants on down, Keep that same energy because we will walk into a, a nail salon and let them talk dirt to us. Right. And we take it. Right. We will walk into a beauty salon and let them follow us along the uh, around the thing. And, and we still buy from them. Right. We will walk into a restaurant that has the highest level of discrimination. I mean, of, of a bad service, which is discrimination. And we will try and force them to take our dollar. Yes, you will. In 2021. Yes. We're mm -hmm. still trying to make somebody take our dollar. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so those days have, have to be gone. We have to have the same amount of patience and tolerance and persistence with building our business as we do with the tolerance that we have with others. Last one, on, on, on this note, last one. I, I just finished watching this the other night. Uh, when, when, when people ask, you know, well, how much tolerance, how much patience are we supposed to have? If you're talking about building your community for real, I encourage everybody to go back and look at the Montgomery uh, boycott, uh, West boycott. 381 days, that community was very intentional about accomplishing their goal. They had to do the big S, which we are not comfortable doing, which is to sacrifice. Yes. And if we want to rebuild Black Wall Street, if we want to build Wakanda, if we want a Fortune 500 restaurant company, if we want a, restaurant, a food service company traded on the NASDAQ, then we've got to be deliberate in where we circulate our dollars. I'm going I'm to I'm slow you down on that one because I love everything you say. I'm going to slow you down. Right. You know I'm the son, grandson, and great-grandson of black Baptist preachers. So. And, and, and guess what? I ain't ever going to stop you. I ain't ever going to stop you. Now, but as a I got black my microphone around here somewhere. But as a black entrepreneur, you know, there's always been that fear. If I tell people who I am, will I get the same reaction? You know, especially from the white community. And then we, 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 we had a great groundswell in 2020 that was led behind our tragic death of, you know, uh, of George, uh, Floyd. George Floyd. I apologize for forgetting his name. And uh, and so then all of a sudden the, engine, the, the corporation said, hey, we want to know if you are black owned business. Google actually went out and said, 
We have a yeah. little marker that you can actually say, if you're a minority business, check this. And so now you have mm-hmm. black businesses saying, you know, we can actually come out of the dark and 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 be appreciated. You know, only time you would say you was a black business, you put your sign up so doing a riot, nobody would tear down your building. That's when you say you were black owned. Prior to that, you didn't want to recognize it, be recognized at all. But we now at a point differently, like I said, post IG. And that's the life we live in now where you can be proud, you can brag, you can promote that you're a black-owned business. Is that important, Marcus? Yeah, look, and, and and I wish those people that you're talking about, I wish you had, had pointed them out to me before because I, I, you know, I don't know. How, and I've seen it. I, I, I'm aware. I, I, I've seen where people will make an effort to conceal or to... And and I, I just see, I, I'll say this, uh, uh, post-traumatic slave disorder is real, right? Anytime you decide that you got to hide or uh, have a fear of letting people know who you are mm-hmm. uh, or what you're about, you know, I, I deliberately, from day one, September, uh, October uh, 2001, deliberately wanted folks to know that this was an African-American-owned establishment, right? Yes. Now, that didn't mean that all of our, all 100 seats were for African-Americans. It just meant that the person who had their name on the door, on, on the mortgage, on the lease, uh, on the permit, was African-American. But we're going to deliver a product that is good for the general market. And that was a goal, right? Some reason For some reason, African-Americans, well, I, for the obvious reason, that, that, that phrase I just gave, post-traumatic slave disorder. African-Americans have been denied the, 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 the knowledge that we have the ability to, to create a product for the general marketplace. We've been convinced that the only market, the only product that we can create for the general marketplace, not just for black folks, but for yes. the whole pie, was whether we can run fast, we can jump high, or whether we can sing or whether we can dance. Right. Those were the only places where we felt our gifts, our talents, our skills were worthy of the general marketplace. And I'm I'm here to say not so, right? I am here to build black business. I am here to build black business that will flourish in the general marketplace. Awesome. Now, that, that leads me to your statement on your show, host of Fish, Grits, and Politics. <laughs> you know, because we've been actually having Fish, Grits, and Politics talked this entire interview. And that's that, how he is. Go. You know, he's an entrepreneur. He's a game changer. And tell us about the show. Tell us about the uh, the need for the show and what's the goal of the show. So, you know, you mentioned in, in the in the opening, I, I spent some time uh, doing <laughs> uh, commentary, yes, community yeah. voice, community activist, whatever title it, it, it is. And my big mouth got landed me a seat on the radio uh, sitting next to my mentor, uh, sister Dow, aka Ada Edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the, she was a radio host in Houston for uh, a number of years on a community program, and so I sat uh, at her at her foot and learned from her, and then went on to become the host of Magic 102's Sunday Morning Live for uh, for ten years. Yes. I don't know if ten years. Yes. Thank you for calling. Said, okay, all right. Let me, let me not. Long damn person. See, he's seen me. I'm going to tell Marcus. Marcus has saw me all the way back to hip hop comedy stop. Comedy stop days. <laughs> oh, okay. So, man, look, I, you know, I, I had saved that. I had saved that to last. But since you brought it up, I'm going to go ahead and talk about it now. Entrepreneurship is contagious. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely contagious. Mm-hmm. The day that I walked into hip hop comedy stop, and I did the same thing that people walk into the brush club. This black on, yeah. this us, and then your chest swells up. You know, you stand a little taller. You know, you hear you get a little higher because you know this is this is us doing something. So when I heard those commercials running with you and brother David, 
Uh, and I went in, I saw, and I went, and then I happened to go one night when Steve was there, and I just, you know, my rib is still cracked from <laughs> one of those late night shows, man, where I just... <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, the thing about it, Marcus, is that, you know... You, you, entrepreneurship is, 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 is contagious, so I, I have to tell you yes. that, uh, that, that that was a source of fertilization uh, for the entrepreneurial uh, uh, seed that was inside of me. So I appreciate you and your brothers stepping out on faith and doing that. Well, you know, sometimes, you know, <laughs> I've looked at my life and I just, like I said, I do it on faith. I do it on belief. I believe that somebody can't tell me no. If you're going to tell me no, you're going to have to tell me why. And it's because no stops a lot of people. When you tell me no, you have to tell me, explain, explain. Don't just tell me no. You have to explain to me the why. Because right, that right. way I can, if you tell me why and explain to me, I'm going to figure out that I can do it. Because well, And, and you know part of why that, why that is, Rashawn? Mm-hmm. I've, I've discovered. Part of why that is, and this goes back to your question about why not one, 10, 15, 20 stores. Yes, sir. Part of why the, you, you hear the no is because what people are doing is they're attempting to project their fear and their faithlessness onto you. Yes, yes. Right? What they're telling you, what they're saying when they say, no, you can't do it, is they're saying, I've seen that I can't do it. I don't have the faith to do it. So I'm telling you how I feel, and I'm going to project it onto you. I'm not saying that they're doing it deliberately. I think it's being done unconsciously, right? Right. Uh, but, but people have to understand that you cannot allow others to project their fearfulness onto you. You've got to stand flat-footed, and faithfully on the dream, the goal, the vision that was placed inside of you, if you want it to come in, in, into fruition. So <laughs> going, when, when, the reason I mentioned the one, the 10, the 100 is because every time you have a restaurant concept and people talk about expanding, if you listen, the marketplace will tell you, oh, I, I, I've literally heard this. I took surveys and I've literally heard people say, don't do this. Every time we do this, we lose. Right. And I, I point out to one young lady, I said, I can guarantee you, I can, in your day, I can point out three or four concepts that you support that were once one store operations, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. When you go get your coffee in the morning at that buck place, they started out as a single store. Yes. When you go get your nuggets at that filet place, they started out as a single store. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, we are the ones that are financing a whole arm and leg of this growth, yes. of this expansion. Yes. yes, And so we just have to turn that faith around and believe that we have the ability. We already have the ability. You know, McDonald's don't run McDonald's 365 for no reason. They run 365 because we in that 365. 365. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Marcus, uh, first I'm sorry, of all, man. First of all, <laughs> first of all, I'm telling you something, man. I knew I would be talking to you our conversation. Now, you know you're coming back for your 20th anniversary. Let's go and be real hey, about that. But but I just want to get it. to these seasonings, these flavors behind you, because you know I got a TV show called Rashawn's Kitchen now. Well, man, I cook. A, little, a little birdie told me that. Yeah, absolutely. And so I got to get that stuff so I can start making stuff and start posting on my social media and support you this way. So tell us about the seasoning. Talk about the extension of going into online packaging and grocery stores and stuff like that, because I got to feature this stuff on Roussan's Kitchen. I got to cook. I got, of course, you know I can cook and bake. And so and I just do it just uh, anywhere from beans to steaks to fish now, everything. Talk about your whole line of seasoning and packaging. So, yeah. So, man, we um, we have a line of products that give you the ability to 
uh, take us home with you, right? You can, you can, you want that same great flavor of the chicken. You want that same great flavor of the fish. You want that same great flavor of the waffle. Uh, then we have a lot of products. So we have, we have our chicken fry, our fish fry. Uh, we have our pancake and waffle mix. We have our coffee beans. Because uh, we are a full-service coffee shop. Yes, sir. Uh, you can get them whole bean or you can get them ground up. And then most importantly, last and most importantly, sorry, I'm going to do the selfless plug. We have we have our all-purpose seasoning, right? Ooh, that's what and I want right there, brother, for my beans, that's it right here. for my greens, that's, that's, all that, that right that, there. Hey, look here, man, I'm going to tell you, look, look, uh, I tell folks, so my father, who was the, the, the biggest influence in my career, uh, because he was a great educator, he was a great musician, but... He was also a great chef. He was, a, I mean, his food was just absolutely dynamic. And he taught me what great, great flavor uh, actually was. And so uh, fortunately, his, his, my first year in business, he was here with me to help formulate uh, the recipes and, and, and the menu and all that good stuff. And this is a result of what he taught me. The Breakfast uh, and Club it is an all-purpose signature season. It season. is the base for everything that we do at the Breakfast Club. And I tell people, because I've had people order it and, they, and they're like, man, I can't believe how good that was. I was like, you've eaten at the restaurant 37,000 times. <laughs> how not? I just, I just didn't know. Yes. So for those who cook, anywhere that you, and I'm not going to give nobody else no props, anywhere that you use those other people's seasoning, right? Yes, stop, put it down, and pick this up. So if you use that T word, yeah. Substitute right here. If you use that slap your whatever, 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 yeah. substitute right here. <laughs> Anywhere you use an all-purpose seasoning, I invite you to get the Breakfast Club seasoning and take us home with you. Guaranteed. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you this, Mark. Food will like we're saying. I'm tell you, Mark. Don't, don't send me nothing. I'll be ordering that today, okay? Because you know me. I always support black businesses in, in that way. I know I use all-purpose seasoning. I have another young black lady who's really talented. I use her, and she's African-American, seasoning and stuff. But I got to invite you into my kitchen, man, Rashawn's Kitchen, talk oh, about your product and all that good stuff. But again, man, the greatest talker and motivator in the game, in the <laughs> restaurant game, his name is Marcus sorry, David, brother. straight out of Houston, it. Texas. He'll be back on in the fall celebrating the 20th year of the Breakfast Club in Houston, Texas, because we're going to talk about a lot of great things. Thank you for coming back on the show, man. You're a beautiful brother. You're beautiful. Man, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate the invite, man. You look great. You look fantastic. You look healthy. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're taking care of yourself. We want you and need you here uh, for a couple more years, a few more years, a lot of more years. Thank you. So. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, 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 and hey, man, and thank you. I got to tell you, you know, we, 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 we got some national recognition uh, in our first couple of years of business, but man, we hit it big. We hit it big when Rashawn called and said, Hey, man, y'all gonna be on the Steve Harvey show. There I said, go. Hot damn. <laughs> love it, man. I love you, Marcus. Mama, I made it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus, for coming on Money Making Conversations, brother. I appreciate you, brother. If you want to hear any of my interviews or see any of my interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! 
Get Thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships registry, Bahamas, Panama. On April 4th, 1968, Dr. Martin Luther King was shot and killed in Memphis. A petty criminal named James Earl Ray was arrested. Case closed. Right? James Earl Ray was a pawn for the official story. Some of the evidence, as far as I was concerned, did not match the circumstances. This is the MLK Tapes. The first episodes are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.